Are you feeling stuck? Are you searching for purpose and a more fulfilling life? Are you looking for inspiration and encouragement? Then this is the place for you. I'm Brooke Moore. I'm Gretchen Jackson. I'm Kelly Strether. I'm Tharwit Lovett. We are Shifter. In this podcast, we will address all things mindset. You will hear real stories from real women who have faced their fears, crushed their limiting beliefs, and have turned their mess into their message by shifting their mindsets and leveling up in business and life. Hello, I am Tharwit Lovett, and I would like to welcome you to the Shifter Podcast. This is where we encourage, inspire, and invite you to live your best life. In each episode, we introduce the women in our community who are doing just that, living their best lives. Today, we have Diane Newton. Diane is a wife to Andrea, mother of one grown son and three Yorkie dogs. She has grown professionally from a dental assistant to the supervisor of project management at a $20 billion multi-state bank. And she attributes that growth to mindset work, one baby step at a time. Welcome, Diane. We're so excited to have you here with us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So um, I'd like to get started, Diane, by asking you, you talk a little bit about this professional growth or this journey that you have taken throughout your life and your career. Will you tell us a little bit more about this journey? So my journey was very, I call it roller coastery. <laughs> it was, um, I married very young, got married at 20. I had my first son my only son at uh, 23 and, you know, kind of fell into the housewife role. My ex-husband was military um, and we wound up moving to Arkansas. So I was kind of ripped out from where all my family is uh, to a new state where all his family is. And so I tried very, very hard to fit the mold of that Southern wife and mother. And I, I did I was fairly successful, you know, and looking back on it, I was not very happy. It was just, it is what it is. And that was my life. So when my son got older and was in school, I actually fell into a job in a dental office. I started as a receptionist and then I graduated up to being a dental assistant. And I was very happy with that job. Um, I enjoyed it very, very much. I did it for seven years, but There's no promoting up from there. Like there's really nowhere to go. Once you have your certification, that's pretty much it. And, you know, I had often thought like, what else can I do? I didn't feel inside like that was where I needed to be. And so at that point, looking back, because hindsight is always twenty twenty, the universe slapped me pretty hard and I wound up switching dental offices Um, And within the first three weeks, I was laid off. They had decided that they hired me prematurely and that they didn't really need my services. That's the first time in my life that anything like that had happened to me. And it was traumatic. You know, I hate talking about it, but it's instrumental to my story to be able to tell you where I went from there, because that was the pivotal moment. That was it. I was out of a job. I couldn't find work. I was on unemployment. It was, um, if you've ever been in that position, it's kind of a heartbreaking situation. So after, it it was about six months, um, I accepted a job at a credit union here in Arkansas. 
Um, they had a part-time teller position. And to be honest, I was desperate for work. And so I accepted the job. It didn't even start out well. Like on the day I was hired, the head of HR kind of told me that they didn't, it was very weird. She's kind of made it sound like they didn't want me for this job. They're just, they're just doing it for a friend or something. It was bizarre. And so I took the job. And from there, that's where the roller coaster kind of started cresting over the hill. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I jumped from part-time teller to head teller, which nowadays that's considered assistant branch manager. At the time, they didn't have that. And so I did that for several months, managing a team of 12 and all that that entails at the branch level. And the IT department decided that they needed someone in their department who could give them the perspective of an associate in the branch. Nobody in IT had that perspective and they were looking for just the perfect associate to do that. And I was interested and I was selected for that after some time. And what I found is that I loved it. Um, I had a real skill for IT, something I didn't know about myself before To make a long story short to your simple question, (laughs) that was the catalyst for me going back to college and getting my degree in IT, you know, and getting that for myself um, was very, very important. And from the time I graduated from college, that's the second pivotal moment, you know, where my mindset work started. And it was at the point of graduation that my real growth happened. Um, I think that first part was kind of landing into what I'm good at and discovering who I am as a person. Um, And then from graduation forward, when I actively started mindset working, that's when my career took off. That's a beautiful story. And it is something that I know that you've probably seen, not just working in your life, but in the lives of the other women and the other people that you may have known. And that is, we get really, really good uh, for the most part at doing what we're told to do or or meeting some type of external expectation or responsibility or requirement for us. But then we're blessed when we hit a point in life where there's a crisis or there's trauma, something unexpected throws us for a loop. On the surface, it appears as if our whole world is coming crashing down and everything we worked really hard to build. But in hindsight, like you say, when we look back on these experiences, they're they're really the beginning or even a catalyst that leads to something greater in life. And I love how you also shared in your story that you had nowhere else to go, nothing to lose, and you made the best of what on the surface may have appeared to be a bad situation and accepted the job that was given to you. But without you realizing it was that position that created the opportunity that led you to learn more about yourself and where you are today. So that's really, it's when we're doing the best that we can, making the best of any situation, then oftentimes we may end up in places that we couldn't imagine. And I like to say that we're living life right when we end up somewhere that we couldn't have imagined years earlier. Correct. I agree with that completely. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So when you're looking back, you can see where one event led to the next and it all is coming together and makes sense now. And it's also something to look forward to and to be excited about because where else are you going to end up in the future? There are unlimited 
options and opportunities and um, things that we can learn about ourselves. So you talk about the mindset work. Tell me a little bit what mindset work means to you and some of the the shifts that that you've made along the way. Okay. Uh, Yeah, sure. And I should also point out that that entire process that I just described, I mean, that was probably a 10 or 12 year process. It wasn't anything that happened quickly. So I just wanted to preface by saying that some these great things happen, but sometimes they take a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. When I got to the point that I was nearing graduation um, with my degree in IT, I started trying to figure out like, what am I going to do with this? I was in a job that was IT related, but I knew that with my degree, I could do more. Um, and so I didn't, I, I was just trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I had an inkling that I was interested in project management as a profession, but at the time I had no idea how to break into that field. And so my friend Gretchen, who you know well, she and I are very good friends and have been for a long time. And we started connecting and she recommended that I read this book by Jen Sincero called You Are a Badass. And that book opened my eyes to the possibility of what the universe has out there. And I, I grew up in the church. You know, I, I profess to be a Christian. That hasn't changed. But what I've learned is the universe is much bigger than just going to church on Sunday. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot out there and there's power um, that you can hone in on. And when I first read the book, I thought it was a little woo-woo, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I, I kind of was like, what is this, you know, but with Gretchen and I talking about it, we decided that we were going to do, and Gretchen did it first, a course, it was an online video course that Jen Sincero offered. Um, I want to say it was 12 weeks and every week you had to do your homework and do your little reading and do these things. And I can't remember if it was during that course or immediately after that course, I started applying for jobs because college was ending and I needed to know what the next thing I was going to do is. And I was learning so much about myself, what I wanted. And I had a real self-esteem problem. I would never have told you what my qualifications are. I mean, I, I just was happy to work, you know, and that didn't serve me very well. Um, and so I learned a lot about myself during that time. And again, this was a long transformative process. But at that point, when I started tapping into, you know, meditating and reading and learning about how I can change my story, how I can change my thoughts, I can change my outlook. Um, when I started doing that, that's when the big things started happening. And I completely attribute that to that book and specifically to that course that Gretchen shared with me um, and that time that we went through that kind of together. And that's when I started, I guess you could say Gretchen was my first accountability person. She was my person that kept me accountable and, and helped me because you can do the mindset work by yourself. Anyone can do it. But having that person that says, stop thinking, stop saying that, you know, that's what you need to help and make the process a little better. 
That's right. Gabby Bernstein, she talks about what we perceive, we receive. So the power exactly. of the mindset work of, of reading, exploring, engaging in these exercises or practices like meditation or yoga and having an accountability partner that holds us to it or that we can we can bounce ideas off of. It expands what we're able to perceive and what we see, which can change our entire reality. So what are some of the things that began happening as you engage this work? This is the fun part of the story. Now, I will tell you that all of this happened in 2018. I graduated in May of 2018. Today, it is September of 2020. So we're talking now about a two-year, little over two-year time frame. I applied for several jobs in Little Rock. That's where I live. And I knew I wanted something in project management, but I honestly thought that that was a profession that I'd have to step into. And I talked with Gretchen a little bit about it. You know, she asked me what I'd been applying for, and I had applied for several IT-related jobs that I totally was qualified to do just at a higher level than I had done in the past. And the funny part of the story is I applied for two jobs at the bank I currently work for in the IT department as an IT analyst. And I got a call for an interview. I guess it was a screening interview from HR. And he said, well, actually, I'm screening you for a project specialist. And I said, "Mm, I didn't apply for that. And he said, no, you didn't. He said, but your friend, Sean, who is also a a member of Shifter, your friend Sean um, handpicked your resume and she wants to interview you for a project specialist position. So that is, to this day, the most mind-blowing thing that ever happened to me that I, in my head, was saying, I'm going to be a project manager. I'm going to do what I need to do to do this. And the universe just hand, it fell in my lap. I never applied for the job. So I, uh, I went on the interview. I got the job. There was a whole negotiating fiasco because I really, truly believed that with a college degree and with my experience, I should be properly compensated for that. And that's a hard thing for people to talk about. Uh, Money is a hard thing. People want to be hush-hush about it. But I knew that I was worth something. And during that negotiating process, they actually offered me too low. And I said so. (laughs) Um, I told them that that was not acceptable. And that was the scariest thing I've ever done in my life. The scariest thing. Um, Gretchen can tell you, I was on the phone with her like, I can't believe I just did this, you know. But I won in the end. And I was hired at a much higher salary than I've ever made in my life and got the job as a project specialist, which is entry-level project management. Um, And that is really not the end of the story. Um, It morphs from there. I did project specialist work for about six months and I was really good at it. My instinct that I would be good at that job was spot on. Like I felt like every other job I've had, I've always felt like there was more I could do and no one ever listened to me. And now I had a job where I felt fulfilled. I felt like this is what I'm supposed to do. This is it. And then continuing the mindset work, because it was about that time that Shifter started. Um, And I was an early member of Shifter and got placed with a group. And things kind of really, they really took off. I was promoted up to project manager. I got a huge increase in salary at that promotion. 
I would at the time tell you that I'll never see a, a promotion like that again. But, you know, <laughs> you know better be now. Right. Sneak peek of the story. Mm-hmm. I just got promoted to supervisor of project management and my salary almost doubled. So <laughs> congratulations. Congrats. That is so exciting. Congratulations. Yeah, so, and all of that happened in the course of two years. And while there's a lot of monetary compensation that I'm very proud of, what I'm most proud of is the work I've done, the transformative management of change that I've done in this bank. It's who would have thought that this is something I could do? Who would have thought 10, 12 years ago when I was a dental assistant, you know, at a small dental office that I would be doing what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It is amazing. What I'm hearing you say is that as you made the best of the situations that you were handed, and then you took the steps of engaging in the work that began shifting your mindset, which is the things that you believe to be possible. Also, when you engage that process, you begin to learn more and more how important it is to listen to your intuition to trust your inspirations, even when it doesn't make logical sense, act on it, right? And um, don't limit your beliefs about the possibilities or what's available to you. And then you showed up for yourself, which takes a tremendous amount of courage and vulnerability also to really truly be honest with ourselves and then honest with those, authentic with those that we engage with. And you looked for the synchronicity. You began experiencing that synchronicity, those little things on the path that were lighting up and you followed those and look at where you're at today. That's an absolutely beautiful um, story and experience in your life, Diane. And the beautiful thing about it is that there is no ceiling here, right? No. So so who knows where you're going to end up (laughs) here? It's all about just what are you interested in? What do you want? I mean, that first little online video course, part of the topic was compensation. You know, what, what would be your ideal salary? Write it down. Write it down wherever you see, wherever you look every day, have that number. And yeah, I'm way over that number. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I never would have thought, you know, mm-hmm. like it just the, I, I followed what I was interested in. I followed what I thought I would be good at. And the universe has just blessed me over and over again. That's right. There are no limits. The universe doesn't limit us. We limit ourselves. And when we right. move to this space where we eliminate that, we get rid of those limits, then the just the opportunity and the options are uh, phenomenal. Let's shift for a second and okay. move a little bit toward your personal evolution and and uh, any obstacles or challenges in your life in that arena that you feel comfortable sharing with this that you've overcome. Sure. Um, I kind of touched on it a little bit, how when I made that shift from dental work into the IT world, I started to learn things about myself. And, you know, I'm very comfortable sharing it now. I probably wouldn't have been then, but through the course of just learning and having a life of my own outside the house, which for me was important. I think that there are lots of people that find who they are at home. But for me, I had to go find a profession. I had to go and do. And as I started doing that and learning about myself and seeing what I could do, part of the shift that happened for me is I realized my marriage was not a good thing for me. 
I had several times where I'd have like that light bulb moment where I'm just like, I don't need to be here. I don't have to do this, you know? Um, And that's a scary thought to have. And so, you know, I did get divorced as part of the process. So then I was a single mom sharing custody and going through that mess. But um, on top of that, I also learned that, you know, I'm gay and came out of the closet and, you know, my girlfriend at the time we started as just friends, neither one thought that it would be anything more than that. But again, you go through life and you learn things about yourself and you make realizations and we did take it to the next level. (laughs) Um, And so we're actually married now. We got married June of last year, but congratulations. that thank you. Mm-hmm. That was a really hard journey. I guess I'm still to some extent coming to terms with it. Um, because like I said, we're talking a 12 year change from wife, mother, church going social person to professional corporation, whole new social setting, whole new dynamic in a relationship, you know, that's, it's a learning process, but I'm happier than I've ever been in my life. And that's the key to it. When Mm -hmm. you follow your heart and you follow that voice inside you, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to be steered in the wrong direction. Right. It takes a tremendous amount of courage and a tremendous amount of vulnerability to do that. So it really speaks to you, Diane, as a human being and um, the impact that your story is going to have on so many people. Um, Sometimes just by sharing our stories and the acts of courage that we've taken or those steps that we've taken, it's the permission slip that somebody listening needs in order to, to give them the, the courage to step out and move in the direction of their own dreams. We each have our own unique energetic signature. And when we're following our feelings, when we're, we're doing what excites us, what honors our particular uh, vibration or our energetic signature, then we're moving in that in the path or the direction of our authenticity. And that feels good. We're happier than we could ever be in life when we give ourselves permission to exist in that space. So I, I definitely kudos to you, Diane, for having Thank the you. strength to follow um, your truth and to live your truth. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's a journey and it's an experience to what you just said. I actually had a friend that kind of went through a similar circumstance, someone that I saw from the outside dissolve her marriage and move into a relationship with another woman. And to your point, I I wasn't really great friends with her, but it was an acquaintance and it did give me the courage. It gave me that permission slip. Mm-hmm. That says, you know, you're not insane. This happens. This happens right. all the time, and and it's okay, right? The, and this is one of the things that we're really excited about regarding Shifter. We aim to create this supportive community of collaborative women, a safe space for us to share our stories. So that maybe something that we have experienced in our lives can be something that ignites or becomes the catalyst that gives another woman the permission to do the same thing with their lives. So it's it's certainly the, the collaboration over competition and growth on many levels and, and many accounts. 
Thank you for sharing your story. So let me ask you, are, are there any specific tools along the way in your journey that really helped you, that shored you up, that gave the strength, the comfort, the courage uh, in order to make some of these brave changes that were necessary in order for your life to move along? I did various things throughout the time. I think the one that kind of stuck with me, um, I did meditation for a while. I do love meditation. I think that's a great practice. For me, I've been unsuccessful at implementing it daily. And, you know, that's something I'm still working towards because I do notice when I do that things, I learn things and that's Mm -hmm. important. But for me, one of the most, some, some of the most important things that I've done is you know, change some of the things I'm reading, the things that you fill yourself with. Um, I'm a, I'm an avid reader. I've always been a reader, but tapping into those books that help you learn about yourself, that help, you know, change your way of thinking. Um, there's a ton of books out there that, you know, help with this mindset work and, you know, the universal energy that's open to everybody. And I kept trying to attribute it back to church because that's what I knew. Um, And that was kind of a long struggle. And it took a lot of reading and learning. And, you know, I'm a project manager, so I'm a very organized person. And so I always have subscribed to the planners, you know, what a paper planner is particularly what I like. Um, And I made the shift over to what they call bullet journaling, which is, planning daily, you know, making your task list and doing things. And I started using my bullet journal to write down my dreams. You know, I still have the page where I had that salary number back in 2018, you know, that said that the, my, my dream salary, you know, I still have it. Um, I'd write it every day on the page. You know, when earlier this year, I started writing that I would become the supervisor of my department because I was so frustrated at the way it was being managed. I was just frustrated because I felt like there was things that we should be doing that were were not being discussed. And I knew I could do it. And so I started writing in there, you are the supervisor, you will do this. And as soon as I started writing that, the current manager resigned and wow, wow. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, within like three weeks and mm-hmm. it, it came out of nowhere, he resigned. And I was just like, oh, okay, universe. <laughs> mm-hmm. You are masterfully manifesting. Yes. So little tips and tricks, mm-hmm. they matter. Mm-hmm. They matter. They do. Like you said, the baby steps. Mm-hmm. Um, so we like to end every interview with three questions. And the first question, what is, what is your favorite book of all time? So I think I can say, and it's not, I have two really. One is a fictional book and it's The Secret Life of Bees by Sue Monk Kidd. And I've been asked before, why do you love that book so much? And I think it's because it's empowering. It's a very empowering for women book. I just love it. I I don't reread books very often, but that one I have. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, as far as mindset work, For me, as much as I love You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero, I do love it and it will always be special. For me, the most important one is The Four Agreements. The Four Agreements to me was a very short read. So for people that don't like to read, that's a good one. It's four things. Mm -hmm. Do those four things. You're going to change your life. And and, and I agree with it. I mean, I I have a little tile board in my office and... 
my plan is monthly to change out the agreement. So this month it's be impeccable with your word. It's beautiful. You know, it's a very, book <laughs> yeah. and a very easy read. Um, Don, very easy. he um, has this simple way of putting this profound information. Um, it, it's one of my go-tos as well. So Diane, what is your favorite piece of advice? What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? The best piece of advice, I think, don't ever limit yourself is the best piece of advice. Don't ever think that you're just something. Mm -hmm. There's always something. (laughs) Right. There's always something more. There's always somewhere to go. And so just understanding the depth of what that means you know, mm-hmm. don't limit yourself. Mm-hmm. That That's probably the best advice that you can give because when you meditate on that, your life's going to switch up. <laughs> right. And I, I can tell just based off of what you shared with us about your story, that um, that's not just something that you're saying. It's something that you believe and your life is evidence of that working in your life. So thank you for that. And then um, the final question is, what is the worst piece of advice you've ever been given? The worst piece of advice I was ever given was during the course of learning about myself. Somebody said, you know, don't do that. Don't apply for that job. Why are you applying for that job? Why are you wanting to do that? Why? You know, that is thoughts from other people projecting them what they think onto me and allowing anybody to determine your worth or your dreams is a bad thing. So when someone told me, you know, don't apply for that, you know, you're fine where you are. I wasn't fine where I am. And if I had listened to that advice, none of this would have happened. None of it. And so, you know, that's the worst. <laughs> right. don't, don't let other people determine you. Right. Be the author of your own life and your own Be the author of your story, yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Diane, for joining us today. Um, It's been great chatting with you. Do you have any closing words for the listeners? I think that I would encourage all the listeners to, you know, take some time to, if you don't know about yourself, get to know yourself, whatever that looks like. You know, if you're surrounded by people that are holding you back, Take a hard look at that. Mm -hmm. Take a hard look at that because the people you surround yourself with are everything. It's, it's what you believe. It's the people around you. Your thoughts are really challenged by the closest people in your life. So, you know, not saying to go drop every friendship you have, but at the same time, take some time, learn something about yourself, surround yourself with people that believe in you as much as you believe in you great piece of advice, Diane. Thank you so much. I Thanks so much. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Our pleasure. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Shift Her podcast. We are here to share stories that inspire so that you can create the life you love now. If you like what you heard, please leave us a review, share on social media, and tell us why it resonated with you. You can follow us on Facebook at Shift Her instagram at shifter.co and read more about us at www.shifter.co while you're there sign up for our high vibe monthly newsletter where we share even more inspiration and stories from our mastermind program links from today's episode are in the show notes